Chloe Brown is here. It's uh, 8.07, incidentally, and a very balmy 13 degrees. It's nice to meet you. Welcome. Thank you. How are you today? I'm very good. I saw you filing your paperwork yesterday, and you turned to a microphone, and I'm not sure if I have the quote precise, but effectively you said, I'm going to hold the other candidates to account by revisiting their records. Yes. And I immediately called my producer and said, get Chloe Brown on the show tomorrow morning, and here you are. So it's nice to meet you. Tell us a bit about you, because I know you ran for mayor before, but you're probably not that familiar a figure to a lot of people listening. So I'm a policy analyst working at the Future Skills Center. It's a federal, it's an arm's length federal agency, and what they do is fund programs across Canada to evolve the future of work. It means that uh, we have projects that like micro factories, augmented and virtual reality training for construction workers and miners. It's a really big initiative of the federal government to modernize work. And you're a young candidate. You're in your 30s, are you not? 32. Okay. Uh, you ran for mayor before. Was that the first time you'd done that? Because, I mean, we had 31 candidates in the last cycle. It was my first run for mayor, but I ran in 2016 against Michael Ford because I don't believe in coronations and democracy. Okay. How did that one go? As he I won, expected. but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was interesting to come against the Ford machine, but that prepared me for the Tory machine, and it just really it makes you realize these are just guys. They live on the street. They live on like the. They live amongst us, and I think they're elevated to this godly status, and it's really up to us to remind ourselves in a democracy there's no monarchies. So just stop giving them things. Make them earn it. Okay. Now, I know in the coverage I was looking at, it said you placed third in the last election, but that's 34,000 votes because uh, it was uh, Gil Penelos at 18%, John Tory at 67%. How do you build on 34,000 votes? Pretty easily. Uh, I, I'm still at my day job. I yeah. work with people all the time. And because I work in workforce development, I work with people trying to start businesses, looking for jobs. And that really keeps me rooted to social services. Because a lot of the time I meet people who are at the end of their rope. They can't find a job. They can't qualify for a lot of government services. So it's like, how do I stay alive and get this job so that I can get off of any social assistance services? And yeah, that really makes it easier for me to talk to the average person. I see Brad Bradford and Matt Lowe bringing their family to sign up for this role. And realistically, no one in the private sector brings their family to a job interview. So it's really about demystifying that they are the all-knowing, all-seeing beings and reminding people that in your everyday life, if you didn't clock in eight hours, the city would crumble. What is your number one issue? <laughs> number one issue is the bureaucracy. As a policy analyst and a bureaucrat myself, I look at municipal government and I realize that there is a lot of corporate bureaucracies that were made to look like people were doing work. And that is why the city is decaying. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors in a show and prove city. So it's really about consolidating a lot of agencies, boards, corporations, and divisions into authorities. So the Toronto P Transit Planning Authority would be TTC, Toronto Parking Authority, uh, the ferry services, which are run by Parks, Force and Recreation, and the transportation services, which is a standalone division at the city. If they were combined together, you could have complete transit and street planning. Okay. I, I think I was in a sort of a summit on Monday, and the consensus was that public safety and the feeling that this city is no longer safe and the TTC is no longer safe is going to be the leading issue. Where are you on that? The TTC isn't safe because... 
John Tory shut down the shelter hotels. When you shut down the shelter hotels, where did you think these folks were going to go? And it's a problem that continues to get kicked down the road where the issue is we don't build housing for people with disabilities. That's who's on the street, people who cannot take care of themselves. So if we plan to end the fear that is on the TTC, we need to build housing. And that's my main focus. Build housing, get as many people off the street during the summer because it's going to get worse before it gets better if we do not attack the actual issue, which is homeless people need homes. Okay. Where are you on the police budget? Because uh, there are some who are saying we got to cut it, others uh, insisting that the fattest budget ever is a good one and we need to build on it. When it comes to the police, I'm I'm really trying to make people realize that we've been defunding healthcare and education, and that's what people are calling for. If we really want to preserve police officers' sanity and make sure that we don't have this constant burnout, we need to share the responsibilities of public safety with other professionals. That's EMS, that's paramedics, it's the Toronto Crisis Services, the crisis mobile crisis response, and my plan is to turn the TTC boots into help stations. They're everywhere. Why not house the actual services that are needed in those booths? And as a kid... Is that I- such a great idea, though? I mean, that somebody with an addiction problem, for example, goes into onto the plaza of the entrance of a, of a subway station in order to get their help? Where are they? They're already there. And that's the thing. Like, the shelters are full. There's no place to go. I live between Keel Station and High Park. Two young people were killed. And... The problem won't go away unless we have someone at the platform. And growing up, that was the toll operator. Before someone could get on the platform, the toll operator would stop them. So why not use those booths to make sure that they're the right healthcare professionals there before they can get onto the platform or okay. onto the subway? It's a controversial pitch. Um, you said you were going to hold the other your competitors to account. Um, who most? Anna Bailao. Yes. Because. A decade ago, I went to her to do a consultation about housing, and as a housing advocate, somehow she created a homelessness and a housing crisis. So how can you get in front of the public and claim that you've done anything when there is a two-pronged problem now? Um, Mark Saunders, he was the chief of police, and now he's calling for law and order. And during his retirement, he was sitting as as an advisor on the Ontario Place Board doing nothing but collecting a $171,000 paycheck. So if you, I really want to ask him, is Doug worth it? Is Doug worth it for a lot of them? And I also just want to confront Mitzi, Selena, because they're treating this like an Ontario Liberal Party race. And I'm seeing a lot of these I don't want to say failed, but I'm noticing that the Ontario and the federal Liberal Party are crumbling and they're sending their candidates down here as a test run. (laughs) This is going to be a controversial campaign. Thank you very much for coming in. Nice to meet you. That is Chloe Brown running for mayor. She filed the paperwork yesterday.